Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Crossing to Israel for our first Israel report of the morning. Rolene Marks, a very good morning to you. How was your night? How are you? What is happening? Uh, I think the, the better question is to ask my poor husband how was his night. He was wa- walking to his car last night when right overhead uh, oh, no. there were rockets uh, and, and interceptions. It was absolutely terrifying. Uh, those rockets blanketed the whole of central Israel. Just, you know, it, it, it's amazing. There is no fuel apparently mm, in the Gaza mm, Strip, mm. but there is a tremendous amount of rockets still coming in. Uh, and it's important that people know this, that we still have rockets being fired towards uh, Israeli cities. Yesterday we had from the north, from Hezbollah as, as well. Uh, so it is a, a very fluid situation, a very difficult situation. I know some people are saying, uh, why is the IDF not getting to all of the rockets? They've got, they've gotten to most of them, but some of them are, uh, hidden in, ho- in holes so small mm. that you can't really see, uh, from the air. But, uh, this is the situation and we are still very much a country under fire and at war. Mm. Are they, are they still coming from the northern part of Gaza? Do we know? Or is this now, has this moved south, the, the main rocket fire? It is believed they've mostly uh, moved south, but you know what, Howard? So is our army. Mm, mm. Yeah, because there was a lot of discussion, I think it was yesterday, about them being told not to go south, not to move south. Uh, I, I would imagine that the IDF is not really listening to the international press anyway. But um, the so, so, that, so they are moving down into, into other areas of to, to southern Gaza. They're moving very much closer to Khan Yunus. Khan mm. Yunus is a, a city in the south of Gaza, also believed to be a nest of Hamas terrorists. Right. Uh, in terms of lots of uh, speculation around the deal, uh, in terms of the hostages, we see that Qatar obviously playing a very, very important role here. Um, the Red Cross trying to muscle in, I think, to to restore some of their absolutely lost credibility if they ever had any uh, what, what is the latest here well, we do have Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad saying they, they're close to reaching a truce with Israel. We do have these murmurings coming from Qatar. But I'm going to quote the uh, IDF chief spokesperson, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari. Um, I mean, has he not just become the Brilliant. face of, of this war? And Prime Minister Netanyahu, that until you hear it from Israel, not from anybody else. Until you hear it from Israel, there is no deal. However, uh, as the Prime Minister said when meeting with the families of hostages last night, that this is the most important mission. It's, uh, he said it's a sacred uh, and, and paramount mission to bring back our hostages. Uh, but on the subject of the Red Cross, I think what we've seen in the last couple of days with all that has been revealed at Al-Shifa Hospital, this is the main hospital in the Gaza Strip, as well as Rantisi, um, you, you know, seeing those hostages being brought in. I don't know about you, Howard, I don't know any other doctor who walks around with a meat cleaver, mm, mm. Uh, no matter how anybody tries to spin this, but um, we hold, we hold the World Health Organization, 
Doctors Without Borders, the United Nations, uh, all these organizations absolutely complicit because there's no way that they did not know what was going on in Al-Shifa Hospital. We've had testimony coming in. It was in the Daily Mail last night. Uh, Kudos to the Daily Mail for publishing this. A British doctor backed up by an Italian journalist who was there in 2014 saying uh, there has definitely been non-military activity in Al-Shifa Hospital. Uh, it, it's well known. It's, it's an open secret. We have that incriminating report by Amnesty International of all people in 2015 called Strangled Necks, which talks about how Hamas have used Al-Shifa Hospital hospital to torture prisoners. So the, this is an open secret and Howard, you and I have been speaking for years about UNRWA schools. I think this is, I think this is the discussion of it's, the war. I think this is one of, the, because I'll, uh, what I was saying to listeners earlier is between UNRWA, the Red Cross, the World Health Organization and the United Nations, they have effectively trained Gaza and trained the world to turn a blind eye to Hamas, which meant Hamas could get away with anything. They were operating openly in these hospitals. It was the worst kept secret. Everybody knew it, but yet they continued to deny it, which emboldened Hamas and taught them and taught the world that even when Hamas goes into another country and murders and rapes and beheads and takes hostages, we still turn a blind eye because that's what we've been trained to do. And I think that the United Nations and World Health Organization has blood on their hands for that. They absolutely have blood on their hands. And incidentally, last night, when uh, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, screened the body cam footage for some over 300 ambassadors uh, and other senior uh, UN officials, guess who was glaringly missing from the room? One mm. Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, who did manage to tweet out last night that this was the uh, the worst human loss that he has seen in the, his history as a Secretary General. General, might I just point him to Tigray in uh, uh, close to Ethiopia, uh, as well as Syria, as well as Ukraine. I mean, this is fermenting hatred. Uh, the United Nations, without a doubt, are, are absolutely complicit. Yesterday was World Child's Day. We did not hear from uh, UNICEF. We did not hear from the United Nations about our nearly 40 children being held hostage by Hamas in those terror tunnels. Now, uh, about two weeks ago, you and I were talking about little Kafir Bibas, 10 months mm, old, mm. being the, the youngest hostage. He's no longer the youngest hostage because we do have it confirmed that a, a Thai worker taken hostage, heavily pregnant, has given birth. So let this sink in that there is a newborn baby being held hostage by Hamas terrorists in those appalling subterranean tunnels. Absolutely beyond, absolutely beyond words. It's, it's just, uh, just incredible. Before I let you go, any news from the north? We did have a, 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 <clears throat> a quite a lot of fire yesterday from the north. In fact, one of our um, army bases took some some damage. There was about 20 rockets fired. <coughs> Excuse me, furball. And uh, a, a drone in. However, the IDF dealt with it, and we are hoping things don't escalate. And that is where we leave it. Go and get yourself another coffee, Rolene Marks. And we'll, of course, catch you this afternoon on the overdrive and again tomorrow morning at 6.35. It is 6.46. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning.